Welcome to what would have been episode seven. <laughs> episode seven was fantastic, but you would not know it. Yeah, we had a microphone mishap. Yes, and I'm not even going to say malfunction because we never even checked to see if it was on. It wasn't on. It works great. Episode 7 was fabulous. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to give you a short little recap and then instead of forcing ourselves to have another fantastic discussion about the same thing and feel like we're missing some points, we're just going to give you the basics and move on to episode 8. I think it's better for us. So much of our discussion centered around whether... Um, Yitzchak was aware at the end of his life giving a blessing to his Bechor I guess whether he was aware that he was being tricked by Yaakov uh, to think he was Esav or whether he knew it was Yaakov the entire time and blessed him anyway I personally lean towards Yitzchak knew I think there were a lot of clues, like the fact that Yitzchak kept asking over and over, like, are you sure this is Esav? It doesn't feel like Esav. It doesn't sound like Esav. It doesn't... uh, He just kept asking over and over. And to me, um, I I felt that he was a little suspicious. Um, Or at least giving... I think you remember us saying that he was at least giving him an opportunity to confess. Right. Yes. To redeem himself. And Joy also brought up how um, they had animals on the farm. They had food. Rifka knew the way to prepare the meats. Why would he specifically send Esav away? Um, Maybe it was a diversion so that they could... um, Fulfill the plan together, maybe? Maybe they were in cahoots? But we don't know. Um, Did you want to say anything about the beginning of the chapter there? Okay, so I wanted to mention... The idea that when Yitzchak finally does give the blessing, whichever, you know, to whomever it might be, the first blessing that he gives away, which he assumes will be to Esav, is one of, um, you know, allowing your nation to be great and have dominion over your land, whoever, you know, other nations, you'll you'll have wealth and grain and wine and the nations will bow down to you. And he gives that, obviously, to Yaakov instead. And then when Esav comes to him and he says, um, you know, do you have any other blessing for me? He's like, no, I have nothing left. And this doesn't seem suspicious until later on in the pedic or the next pedic where he gives uh, Yaakov a blessing that is a spiritual blessing which is you will, you know, father the nations of Hashem and everyone will follow you and follow this. Um, Carrying on the legacy the of legacy, Abraham. The legacy, yeah. the biddy. So we see that he did have another blessing. He just didn't have another blessing for Esav mm-hmm. because he knew that he couldn't give Esav whatever um, legacy, whatever biddy that he's carrying on. And then... What's interesting is that if you look at Rivka as obviously the sister of Lavan, she grows up with trickery. She knows, you know, that you have to do certain things in order to bring about, you know, whatever result you want. So she goes and she makes sure that not only does who she believes to be the one that needs to inherit everything, um, the true heir being Yaakov, she makes sure that he gets the spiritual blessing, but also that she goes and she gets a physical blessing of having the nations bow down to you, which would have been Esav's blessing. So she gets a 
a more physical blessing for him as well as a spiritual blessing for him. So he's doubly blessed. Right. And uh, I wanted to add that um, Yitzchak doesn't choose to give Yaakov the blessing until after Rivka makes a comment about um, the possibility of Yaakov marrying a, a Canaanite woman. Because um, I think she understood the importance of y- Yitzch- uh, Yaakov marrying into the correct family, into uh, Amisrael. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's when Yitzchak realizes, like, wow, I really need to uh, get on this. I, I really need to pass on this legacy. Like, this is the beracha that I should be focusing on right mm-hmm. now. Um there was, you know, Yitzchak does throw Esav a bone in the end. He he kind of gives him a bracha of like, even though your brother will rule against you, eventually you're going to get tired and you're going to throw his yoke off of your shoulders and there will be like a nice struggle between you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I mean, obviously, right? I yeah. They, they grew up despising each other. They're going to continue despising yeah, each other. Yeah, now Esav has this deadly grudge against his brother forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Yaakov runs away, and he has the it, dream. Right, the famous dream. With the ladder. And angels going up and down and indicating his closeness to Hashem and the different generations and the movement of the nations. And then uh, he names come. that area... Right. Beautiful. Um, We're sorry that you didn't get the full taste of this episode, (laughs) but hopefully we have this whole mic thing figured out and Mm -hmm. episode nine is coming your way soon. Mm -hmm.